Welcome travelers. I'm Josh. I'm Glenn. And I'm Lee Wanika. And this is Tabletop Journeys, where we will be your not-so-humble guides on the quest for RPG adventures. Here at Tabletop Journeys, we are all devoted role players and storytellers at heart, and we absolutely love sharing our passion with you. On our show, we feature diverse tabletop RPG systems, demonstrating them through actual plays and breaking down the rules to provide you with tips, tools, and techniques to help you navigate them. We also love bringing the content creators behind these games into the studio to give you a peek behind the curtain with relevant and insightful interviews. Let us help you get the most out of your story, no matter what game world or system you're playing. Because detailed settings, heroic characters, diverse NPCs, and a focus on story over rules can make any campaign legendary. Here's a message from friends of the show. My name is Nick Perrin, and I'm an actor, writer, and game master. And on Tabletop, I talk with an expert game master every week to find out the best ways to run amazing games and tell epic stories. Looking to start DMing? Or maybe you've been a game master for a long time and want to spice up your table? Then this podcast is for you. Tabletop is released on Mondays wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome travelers, this is Tabletop Journeys. This week, we return to our exciting actual play of Sentience by Al Spader. So there is nobody in this facility. What you do see as you are looking around is there's there's an open room with some pool tables. And on the wall behind the pool table it looks like a map of the city, and there are several jagged red lines that radiate that are drawn onto this map, radiating from a point, and that point has in scratched lettering, it says, not my fault. I'm going to commit that piece of information to memory. I don't know if I necessarily know how that's going to come up, but I'm definitely going to keep that in my mind. You can try to interpret it a little bit more if you'd like with an analyzing task. It's a difficult analyzing task. Yeah, I will do that. It's a difficulty four analyzing task. Ooh. Rasputin, would you like me to assist that? I I have the investigating program. I'm sure that I can assist. Absolutely, yes. I definitely think I'm going to need some help with this one. I'm going to go ahead and, and do that. I actually do have the program Architecture, which, I'm, because it's showing different places, I, I, I am thinking that this may be showing us something that's happening with the with these various areas. Like, I, is there a pattern? Could this show some kind of internal weakness? Like, I, I have a sense that this is going to give me a clue that might have to do with the actual locations that I'm looking at. That's where my focus is. And in this particular case... 
I think it's fear because I'm afraid that there might be something really dangerous going on. Have we stumbled into some kind of terrorist plot of some kind? So you have a couple of options here. There's no momentum in the pool right now. Yep. So you could buy dice by adding the threat. You, If you're really dig drilling down into this, you could also introduce the idea of value sacrifice, which is the same thing as using determination in Star Trek Adventures. You find a value that least applies to the situation, and basically you let your robot brain take over for a moment. Your AI kind of takes over and really drills down into super speeds in this case. And that would allow you to get all the same bonuses as you would as spending determination. Namely, you could add, have one of your dice automatically roll a one. I'm definitely going to do that. And I'm going to value sacrifice. We must make an impression to move up in society. And I will definitely give you three threat to get extra dice. All right. You I'm rolling uh, have four dice total. Yeah. One of them has rolled a one. You can roll your other three, and Mother Bear is assisting. Yep. I I love all of you so much that I am enjoying this opportunity to analyze with you. That's that a natural is one. Three successes. Nothing within critical range other than that one. So that's three su rolled successes, two successes. So I'm at five total successes at this point. And so, two more because I've got a natural and one. two more from Mother Bear makes seven. So the difficulty of four is surpassed. You add three to the bank and you learn that you have quite a lot of knowledge of structures, like you said, which, which is really coming into play here, Rasputin. And... You are realizing that the red lines that are emanating out from this point are essentially fault lines that run through the city and running, letting your AI self take over for a moment, running the calculations, it reports back that there was a large release of energy at that point on the map. It would literally cause all of those faults to slip and the entirety of the Hollows gangland would have a chasm between it and the rest of the city. Mm. And how many lives would be lost in that case? Like, I assume thousands and thousands of lives uh, would be lost in that kind of devastation. P potentially, uh, if people were there. Okay. I will let everybody know this is definitely a se serious danger. There could be a terrorist plot at play. Could. I guess I didn't make the challenge. Never mind. We're talking creating beachfront property and cheap real estate. Somebody could make a killing with this. The question is really, are these gang members behind it? Or are they simply muscle for the ones that are? It looks as though it's making an island of their territory. So I would lean towards it must be them. But the bit about not being my fault, who and what does that mean? Who wrote that and why are they concerned about that? If they want to do this, why are they Perhaps that's the name of the fault line that they're creating. It's not my fault. I don't get it. It was funny in my circuits. 
No, but you're not wrong. If whoever wrote the message is indicating they do not have possession, they're not the creators or the owners of said fault. It could just be what they called it versus an exclamation of or an attribution of blame. It's possessive. It could be either a possessive or an attribution of blame. We don't know which based on the syntax. Could also be a code talk as well. Where on this map would this race be be happening? And could uh, this quantum thing that we are looking for be this energy source for the damage that we're concerned about? Not knowing what this device would be, quantum state plasma injector probably could release a lot of energy. The race is happening 20 blocks away from this location that, that is m marked on the map. Okay. But is it anywhere near the danger zone that's indicated on the map? Does the race route go through that area at all? It does not. It is okay. on essentially the other side of the town. The race doesn't even go through the hollows. It's, it's in the town proper. <laughs> Was the race highly publicized throughout the town? Oh yeah, the race the race brings thousands of people out to watch every time they do the races. I believe the race is a distraction perhaps as opposed to continuing to track down this car part, we should shift our focus. Should we go to this apartment building, continue our investigation? You got about an hour before the races start. I think we could possibly find more information. It's worth doing, just in case. We should decide quickly. Time is of the essence. Yes. Strike while the iron's hot. Yep. With an attachment, I wish to bend slash break the camera behind me. Easily done. And then walk, and then I'll lead the way back to the vehicle. Clank, 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 clank. clank. You know exactly where, exactly where the apartment is. So it only takes ten minutes to get there. And this is a pretty dirty part of town. There's trash everywhere, just piles of trash in the streets and such. Mother Bear pulls a towel out of one of her many compartments and hands it to Doran. Just doesn't say anything, just with a knowing nod of her carapace. How would you like to approach the apartment? It's very similar to apartment buildings these days where you go into a main foyer and go up to all of the different locations. You could also uh, try to get in from the outside if you wished. How would you like to do this? Definitely pull up uh, from the opposite corner of where the apartment is so they can't see us approaching. Yep. And then approach um, with stealth, yeah. Yep, and in a highly technical world, I have to assume everything's got a camera. The question is whether or not they would be looking or they would know that somebody's approaching the main door of an apartment building where lots of people come and go. So. Basically, we'll just walk up as though, as though we belong. So you enter into this apartment building and you start going through the hallways and stuff. It's dim, lights are flickering, but you actually see a, like a couple of robots sprawled out on the floor with their heads jerking back and forth. This is, this is a common activity in this part of town. It's called, it's called fizzing which is basically installing these programs that mess with your quantum cortex um, and create like this euphoric type state. And yeah, like just 
not quite passed out, but not quite paying attention to what's going on around them. And you go up the stairs to the apartment and you move to the northwest corner of the building and the door is there. What would you like to do? Unless somebody stops her, Viola will walk up and rap sharply on the door. Yeah, Mother Bear would stop you. Uh, uh, as you go waltzing up to the door, Mother Bear would stick out one of her arms and just shake her head back and forth. But I, I want to get in on an, like an investigation in to determine what's going on inside the room. So maybe, again, it, it's to protect my people. So I'm thinking like love and analyzing. Everything that she does is from a position of love. Yeah, go ahead. Make a, make a love and analyzing test. Uh, difficulty, actually, yeah, we'll make it difficulty one. Okay. All right, I won't. I won't buy anything, and I am using my investigation program, so that's gonna. I have an. I only have an analyzing score of two, but that's uh, nothing. Three successes, including a two. Awesome. So let's start with a simple, straightforward thing that you recognize. There are. There does not appear to be any sounds coming from within this apartment. That's intriguing. I gained two momentum there. Can I spend one of those momentum for some additional information? Because that's weird. Yeah, what would you like to know? I don't hear that there's anybody inside, basically. Correct. Yeah, it is It is silent in there. Okay. What I want to do then is flip over from like auditory investigation to heat scanning. And I want to look at heat patterns and everything like that to determine how long has it been since there's been somebody here. So just on that basic analysis, the handle of the door and whatnot, it's probably been about an hour since someone's been here. Hmm. I bet they went to the races. I think you are correct. Should we enter to make sure that whoever is inside is not damaged? If they're part of a plot to create issues, then I would certainly think we should enter less about whether or not they're damaged, but more about what information we can find. You can justify however you wish, Rasputin. As will I. Sounds good. I'll attempt to open the door. The door opens. All right. Stepping in, I will take a look, see if there's anybody there waiting. My nail gun attachment is readied. You mean observing task. Difficulty zero. See what you can find. I am actually joyful in this moment because Mama Bear is starting to recognize my penchant for handling things in a very immediate and direct mat manner. And I, I find that amusing and fun. So that's going to give me a, a 10 as a target. And we have two successes, no criticals. I rolled a three and a three. All right, so first thing you notice when you walk in for free, this is two rooms and there is blueprint paper everywhere. There are parts, it looks like car parts everywhere strewn about uh, the apartment. So let's roll with that right now. I look back at, at Mama Bear and say, He's got a murder board, and I will step in and begin looking through these blueprints to see what I can figure out. All right, so you want to spend some momentum, see what you can find? 
Absolutely. Now, where I had two successes on a zero, that would add two to our four to give us six. Is that correct? I, I'm considering those two still floating. I have not okay. committed them to the pool yet, so you okay. can use them. Let me give you one bit of information and then yep. see if you want more. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. It is very clear that I-9 is the person who designs the racing vehicles for Big J. And you see the blueprint posted up of this giant tank-like vehicle that has, it looks like a rail cannon attached to the back. That looks to be the newest thing of interest of I-9. It's something that they've been working on. Okay. Would you like to spend another momentum to dig deep? Yes. I'm concerned that somehow this is going to tie into creating this energy expulsion issue that will create the fault lines. I, uh, whether it's this is rigged to blow or this is rigged to make a shot is what I'm interested in. So as you are digging through all the stuff and everyone's thumbing through the blueprints and all of that stuff, uh, you do find a notebook. And you open that notebook and there's just like doodling inside this notebook. And one of the last page, you do see this canister looking device that it looks like it's got what was described as the quantum state plasma injector that slides down into it. And next to it, it says, not my fault, underline. That's the same words that were on the map. Perhaps if that's the device and they stole... Arnold's device for it. Perhaps not my fault means they're going to try to blame him for it? I believe so. Is it the same handwriting? No. Is this device look as though it it would appear to run on electronics? Uh, Yeah, there's a fuel cell there. Yeah, so. So then Viola is going to start puttering around this giant room of parts for her recycling brain to work with and she's gonna use her special ability reusability analysis node so that whenever i attempt an operating task to create a device or object out of whatever is lying around i can use my observing protocol instead of my uh operating protocol and she's gonna try to build a short range emp device to disable it Excellent. Emphasis uh, on short range to try to not fry any of her friends. Yeah, that's a great idea. So you're going to try to make this device right now. Yeah, and as she's doing it, she's just be bopping around, singing to herself, in a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy, so the one thing, walking in my You know that this is going to take time, and at this point, the races are going to start in about 45 minutes. Let's see what the plan is from here, and we will see, and then I'll have you roll on that, Viola. What is is your next step here? Are you sending someone to do the race? Are you investigating the not-my-fault area? Are you dividing up to try to do both? What's the plan? Rasputin, I think you are the best driver, and if we think this tank vehicle is somehow related to what's going to be going on, I guess we should be putting on our racing shoes. I would agree. The challenge now becomes, if we go to do that, how do they get us a device to help us put this thing out of commission? We have a car. I can bring the parts with me and work on the road, because I'm gonna need like two shots in my cup, one to get up, one to get down. I'm gonna... uh, 
I know a lot about vehicles, and, and I know this vehicle was obviously a, some kind of racing vehicle anyway. But the person that we're dealing with knows a thing or two, so we're going to grab as their plans to see if there's anything in there that will give me some kind of advantage on getting this vehicle ready in a very short amount of time. Okay, so you want to be prepared for whatever that tank-like vehicle might bring to the race. Correct. Gotcha. And so it sounds like Rasputin is going to be driving in the race. Is anybody going to be co-piloting or is everybody else going to investigate the not my fault? I will go with Rasputin and I will take schematics because I have a set of programs for analyzing schematics. And we will need a, a, a mechanic for the car. All race cars need a pit crew. Excellent. And does that mean Viola and Mother Bear are going to look at this location where said device yep. might be? I guess so. Here at Tabletop Journeys, we've leveled up our game and we're prepared to make your next role legendary. We've just started a partnership with FanRoll Dice and they have over 300 product options to choose from. Gemstone, metal, new liquid core dice, and so much more. Better yet, listeners to the Tabletop Journeys podcast can get 10% off on their orders when they follow the link below and use discount code PODCAST10. A portion of these purchases come back to us, and this is a great way for you to help support the show. that we were going to maybe try to tackle two things at once. We were going to send a Rasputin and was it Doran to go racing? Yes. And then Viola and Mother Bear are going to go try to investigate this Not My Fault location, which you have the exact place of on a map. So we're going to treat this as a parallel scene. We're going to bounce back and forth between the two situations and see how that plays out. Okay. So Doran and Rasputin, you drop off Mother Bear and Viola a block away from this this park, which is where this Not My Fault location is. And after you do that, you drive off to the racing area. And like hundreds of race fans are lining just the start area alone. You do see Big J's vehicle is right up at the start line. It's this big SUV thing. It's got like a, a plow on the front and mounted on the back is a large rail cannon. There are female presenting robots, mostly polishing the outside of the, the big tank-like thing. And as you pull in, your HUD lights up with the race information of where the race goes around the town. And yeah, how do you feel right now? I love vehicles and the fact that I'm going to get a chance to go ahead and use my vehicle knowledge and my driving skills to accomplish something that could be really important. I'm very happy. It's basically always an emotion plus operating task to use a vehicle and the vehicle does have a slight assist to help you out. Anyone that is a passenger vehicle may interact as they normally would with anything that's going on around them if if they wish. So. So the vehicle that you are driving in is an advanced vehicle. So your target number when the vehicle assists is always going to be 11, and it's always going to crit on a two. If and when the vehicle assists, it's an 11-2. All right. 
You look over and Big J starts getting up into his large vehicle. Big J is a large robot. He wears a cowboy hat. He has a metallic cigar fused to where a mouth would be. Uh, it's not actually smoking or anything like that. It's just there as a decoration. And he gets in and starts rubbing his engine. All the robots around start cheering and we're getting ready to get started here. Moving over to Viola and Mother Bear. You have in front of you a large park. And in the center of this park is a gazebo. And next to the gazebo, you do <laughs> see a pile of what looks like freshly dug earth. Attack the gazebo. No, I'm just joking. It's true. Tell me, you all, you all know the attack the gazebo meme. No, definitely want to go over to the pile of dirt and investigate it. I, I take a lot of pride in my investigation, so pride in analysis. Uh, yeah, uh, you have a good idea of where yeah. this device probably is. It is a, gotta do some digging. So this is going to be a difficulty to digging task to digging plus moving to get the dirt out of the way. And you can uh, have so this. Is, is digging like a specific program? Do I need to have something to dig or? No, you can, uh, anyway, okay. you can get down and start right. digging with your hands if you need to. Um, right. But it, it's just, there's a lot of dirt there above where this thing was buried. So Viola can absolutely assist you with that. Am uh, I still or, working yeah. on the EMP device? Oh yes, and you're working on the EMP device. That's right. right. Yeah. We'll so have you yeah, before before so I just wanted to investigate and see what was going on. But before, if if this is basically like big shining beacon, this is where the thing is. Then I will go to Viola instead and say, "Well, it looks like it's there. How should we proceed?" I'm almost done with this. Would you like to start digging? Sure, so Viola. Why don't we do this? Why don't we give you? your difficulty to operating task to try to finish this device. Excellent, but I get to use observing instead of operating because they're of usability analysis node. And I am in my happy place when I'm either partying, surrounded by people, or tinkering with things that I'm recycling into something else. So I'm joyfully tinkering here. And that means I will have used love, fear, and joy so far. Going for the Excellent. double hat trick because there's six of them. And you said it's a two difficulty, so I will buy a die with momentum. Okay. I really need this to work. I'm going to spend two m- more momentum to buy an additional die. Yeah, I'm just leaving us with one on my bad guys. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, rolling against a 14. We're lucky I'll generate some new stuff. So I have a 1 and a 2. A 15 and a 19. So that's definitely two failures. One crit success. Jury rigging is a program, so two crit successes, four successes. All right, so you're going to put two momentum back in the bank. You've got what you believe to be a short-range EMP device. Unfortunately, what you identify is this thing would probably not have too much of an effect of, on something that is buried several feet in the ground. Got to get it against its chassis. Yes. So with that, we're going to go over to the race. And on your heads-up displays, some lights blinking, the red, and it goes to green and you both start revving your engines. I'm revving the engine, giving it all it's got. I'm full on the gas, on the brake, drop the brake, hit hit the clutch, engage, and go. 
Awesome. So this is an opposed test. I'm gonna be the reactive player, and then you are active. Uh, I'm gonna spend three threat to roll four dice on this task, as Big J is trying to pilot his big tank-like uh, vehicle. I think and it's important you can that I decide what you want to do. After. Yeah, I think it's important that I buy some dice here. I'm going to use all three. Sorry, guys, I'm going to drop us to zero. Let me tell you what my results are first, because I'm oh, yeah. a reactive player. Okay. Oh dear. Okay. So Big J is driving along with you. I get one, two, three, four, five successes. Yep. Going to spend all three, so I can get two two dice. My focus is, or my programs rather. One of my programs is vehicles, and the fact that I'm up against this person is, again, this is all for pride. I've never been a racer before, but I love the fact that I'm in this situation, and I am definitely, you know what, I love the fact, it's not my best stat, but that I, I set it, so that's what I'm going with. I love the fact that I'm getting a chance to put what I do against somebody else, so. Double check, Liwanika, it is only difficulty four. Okay. All right, and I spent that, so I'm going to be rolling four dice. Uh, and my target is going to be seven, and operating is four, so 11 is my target. Oof. I have a critical for two, and I have a complication for 20. I would like to utilize my value the strong are more likely to survive in the new world to uh, get myself some rerolls here. So you're going to sacrifice a second value. Let your AI self take over again to pilot for you to get a reroll. Yep. And you need two more successes. Yep. And that's so going to allow me to reroll the three dice that failed. Correct? Yes. All right. And I've got a seven and a six, so I get two more successes. I'm at a total of three. Uh, the vehicle uh, would You're get... at four. So, Doran, do you want to roll yeah, for the vehicle? Four. It's an 11 two. One die to assist. Careful, Rasputin. You give up one more value, you'll go back to being a clunky clunk machine. Uh, the car rolled a nine. Excellent. So you got five successes. You guys zoom right past Big J's car, which is a little bit slower and heavier. Anyways, on the first leg of the lap, as you do on your HUD, blinking the next stage of the race, it's, it's flashing red and it says slick surfaces. We'll hop back to Mother Bear and Viola. Who would like to begin the digging process? So Viola was working on the EMP, so I'll start digging. Excellent. Very carefully. So I, let's see here. I am fearful. For the Frank, the first time, she is fearful because she realizes that this thing has got a tremendous amount of power and doesn't want to accidentally set it off because while she thinks that there's no damage that she can't repair, she does think that perhaps a thermonuclear explosion that happens beneath her feet might be the thing that challenges that particular value. So I will, uh, so she is feared. Uh, she, she's a feared right now and it's fear and uh, moving. You said, yep. Difficulty okay. two. You have one momentum in the pool. Can I use my self-defense program to make sure that I do not accidentally set this thing off while I'm digging? Sure. I like it. That. That's three successes, because that's a critical and a success. Awesome. But you have dug down and you see the device. 
And as you see the device, Viola comes running over. I've got this EMP. And then she hears, and then coming around the corner on the far side of the block, you see this 15 foot tall bipedal monstrosity with two cannons on its shoulder walking your way. Back to the race. (laughs) What Viola actually said as she ran up, just for quick clarification, was her speaker completely 100% plays a clip from the movie Armageddon, and she says, get off of the nuclear weapon. (laughs) Uh, Lee Wanika. Yes. Big Big J gets to roll first on this. It is a slick track, but Big J is not going to try to pass you this turn. Instead, he's going to try to shoot you with, shoot your vehicle with that rail cannon because he's mad that you passed him. And I'm going to buy a dice with momentum to see if the rail cannon hits your vehicle. It does not. I roll a 17, a 16, and a 4. Right behind you. Hits on the road right behind you. Meanwhile, we have a slick surface. This is for you, Limonika. It's going to now be a difficulty two to make sure you don't spin out. So difficulty two operating task. I'm, I was going to be afraid of the slick surface, but after having him miss me with the, with the weapons fire, I'm actually quite joyful at my prospects. So this is going to be a joy operating situation. And I'm going to, which gives me a target of 12. And I'm simply going to go with my two normal dice again with my vehicle programs and try to cut through these turns and corner like I'm on rails. That's going to be a critical success on a 1 and a 14, so I get two successes here. Great, so you don't spin out. Doran, would you like to fire back at Big J's truck? I think you have a weapon, right? Oh, yes, I do. I will. I have a scrap shotgun, which I'm assuming that he's we're close enough that I'm going to get a good shot off. Let's see, so that would be... I am angry that he is planning on trying to damage this vehicle because that doesn't seem sporting. And what would that be for? Is that an operating? Yes. Yep. So range attacks are operating tests with a difficulty of two. Okay. So I'm going to use the anger, which is nine and a one. So let's see. If I can, before you roll at him. Do we yes. want to roll for the vehicle to see if there's any momentum gained? Okay. Yeah, 11-2 for the vehicle. That's right, because it assisted right, trying to not spin out. Yep. And... Yeah, I should have shut my hole. There's a complication. <laughs> Thanks, Leonika. Any other suggestions? Uh, you know. <laughs> God. Does anybody have a foot they'd like me to shoot at this point? Yep. Right. Is there anything I should do with Why the server nuclear device? Why don't you give me a nice paper cut with some lemon juice on it? Yeah, and a little salt. A little salt. Doran, you're shooting your scrap shot. Yes, I am trying to dice. shoot. But it's, I'm going to need to buy all that dice because there's no way that I can get... It's a difficulty of two. four? Two. No, difficulty two. I need two successes. And I'm going off of a ten... I will buy a single dice, yes. I have two successes. So that's a hit. Roll your scrap shotgun's damage. Which I believe is... Or sorry, stress. Stress, which is... And the number that is on the character sheet is the Correct. number of dice. Yep. Yeah. 
So that would be a total of six. And one of those is the challenge number, the marker. And does the scrap shotgun have any abilities next to it? It has destructive and area. Ooh, so you're actually inflicting multiple points of damage. So your shotgun uh, shoots at both of the tires. And and how much total damage is it? Six. Six. So that is, so you inflict one damage. We're going to say the rear right tire is blown out. and, And then you got a little bit more inflicted on the front there. Nicely done. Sweet. Now back to Mother Bear and Viola. Mm-hmm. Uh, this war walker is coming at you. What would you guys like to do? That if I yeah, if I see something approaching us as a protector bot, I will again Johnny Five intruder. The eyes turn red. She puffs up a little bit, breaks out the semi-automatic rifle and the flamethrower that are sitting on on turrets above her shoulders, ready to to throw down. So, right, which would you like to fire off? Could you please move away from the nuclear weapon as well, please? She'll take a couple of steps towards the threat. That's fine. To get out of the... So she's not standing right on top of the nuclear weapon. Yeah. Let's see. They both have the same damage. The flamethrower is inaccurate, so she will fire her her semi-automatic rifle. So Difficulty two again to hit with a range Difficulty two. Attack. I will buy a die with momentum... Uh, no, I will not. Sorry, I will. I will keep. Sorry, I'm just the two. Yeah. Um, I'll buy it with a thread. Actually, I want to keep that momentum, please. I am going to buy okay. a third die. That's two successes and a 19. Am I in the crit range? 19 still in the clear. Perfect. Yeah, you're, right, you're two, in the clear. Two successes then. So that's fine. So I five. So you hit. Die. Roll your damage. Yeah, and it's also the weapon is reliable and piercing one. So. Piercing's very good against this thing. Five, yep. So that's two ones, a two, and then nothing else. So So two ones, a two, and a what? Two ones, a two, and nothing else. So four damage? Yeah, four damage. Uh, Four stress. Uh, Don't forget you can spend a momentum to reroll all fail or all missed challenge Uh, dice if you wish. So instead, I am going to, when I make a, make a successful attack, I can spend one momentum to protect a single ally within close range. So I'm going to protect Viola so that she can go ahead and do what she's doing. Any attack against you is going to be is going to be increased by one. But that's okay because the, the bad guy is not going to get the chance to go ahead and attack because I also have reactive defense module. So during a combat encounter, I can, you and machines of my choosing may ignore the normal cost to keep the initiative. I'm going to fire again. So that would that's not that would be other machines. So that means Viola can take their turn before oh, the walker okay. goes. Oh, that's what um, that means. Yeah, then that, that then still works fine. wonderfully. You moved, yep. so Viola will activate the EMP device, drop it down the hole, and then leap backwards to take cover behind Mother Bear. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. And so you dive behind Mother Bear. So that's a free action, by the way, activating that. So you can still, if you want to attack the walker, if you want to do whatever, you can. With Mother Bear as cover, I'll fire around her frame with my free electron laser. It's got a medium range. You are within medium range. Fantastic. And what is my difficulty to hit? It's difficulty two to hit with range attacks. It's an operating attack. 
Oh, I'm not such a good operator, but we'll see how it goes. I'm not great at this, so I'm not going to waste our momentum and stuff. We'll see how it rolls with two. And that is two failures, so I miss. Laser moved by, goes right over it. This and thing, she whispers, uh, Do you see the size of it, Mother Bear? I almost vented my lubricant. These double turrets focus in on Mother Bear and send out a blast. I am buying, sorry, one too many. One momentum. Let's try to hit you. That's an 11 hit. Let's see. Operating three, motion eight. Yes. So that is three successes. It's going to go ahead and roll damage. It's a dual Gatling cannon. It's, it's rough. That's okay. I was, I was, that's fine because I, I have resistance against melee attacks, but this is a ranged attack. So that's going to be six stress, piercing one. So it'll ignore one of your resistance because you have two, yeah. I believe. Against so that's going to be five so. stress and one damage. So, what, so part of you is damaged in some way. One of one of my legs is damaged, so I'm not going to move as well. I'm going to be a little hindered in my movement. And after it fires that shot, it does close in on you into close range. Back to the race. Leg, leg number three. Let's see. Oh, yeah. And then the EMP will go off during the next round. So Big J, what does he want to do? Oh, he's going to try to ram you. That's what he's going to try to do. So he's going to spend some threat on that. Pulling two extra dice. So he smashes into the back of your car and the car is going to take a little bit of damage from this uh, giant plow that's in the front. So one, two, three, four, five. Your car has two resistance. So it's going to take three stress. We'll say that like your rear right quarter panel is starting to come off just a little bit, but he has not passed you yet. So what would you guys uh, like to do next? Continue trying to get away from him. Do you want to fire um, back? Do you want to do anything else? When he struck us, is he still connected with us? Because I would like to... No, he just rammed into the back of you and then he, pulled he off a little us. bit. He's bigger than us, so we're not really obstructing his view. I'm going to stay, so he's trying to be on us. And I would like to... I'm angry at this, but I'm going to try to faint... Like I'm making a move, but I'm going to have it be like over a fire hydrant or something that will cause damage to him if he tries to take that advantage. Oh, awesome. So basically, I'm going to drive like I'm trying to get away from him, but I'm not really doing that. I'm making it look like that's what I'm trying to do. And then when I gotcha. see that obstruction, I'm going to break off of the obstruction, which should allow him to hit it because he won't be able to see that obstruction that time. So I will let you either make this. So it's going to be difficulty three because you want to yep. try to uh, have him smash into something. And it's either going to be analyzing or operating. No choice. I'm going to go with operating. And like I said, this is anger and operating. So my target's going to be a 14. Buying any dice with threat? A three. I am. I'm going to buy one die with threat. I'll roll three. Come on, crits. Give me some crits. I have two. Uh, Doran, you can roll for the car. It's an I have two successes, two. no crits, no complications. The car received a two. Awesome. So that's a crit. So, so four successes. Four successes. We grab a momentum. Yep. And and you run him over a fire hydrant, scraping underneath the wheel that was hit with the shotgun and has inflicted a second injury, second damage on his car. 
Nice job. Doran, what would you like to do? So I will give the, the shotgun a, uh, a good chachak and uh, with a little bit of sadness because of the fact that Mama's not here to hear the quote. I say, this is my boomstick! And I try to shoot him again. <laughs> I'm going to give you a threat to get a, an extra die, which will allow me to, because I have the dysregulate ability, that if they do that, I can re-roll one of my dice. That is going to be one, two, three, and I'm going to re-roll that one. Uh, So that'll be three successes. Excellent. Go ahead and roll your damage. Okay, and that is six, yes. Oops. Yes, it is six, because that's what it says on the sheet. That is two. Two Two damage. Not not enough to actually cause a third damage, but it has taken some more stress. It's done. In the next round that's coming up, uh, you do notice is a gravel road. Alright, as Doran makes that shot, Rastutine driving will yell out, Yes! Yes! That's how you shoot! That is how you're supposed to shoot! And then put my hands back on the wheel and so Mother Bear and Viola, this war walker is now in short range with you. You basically melee range. Yes. Viola is very angry that it damaged Mother Bear. It's one of her friends. Her friends are very near and dear to her. If she's not trying to damage the creature with an attack per se, but simply instead trying to muscle or maneuver it, this other robot, could that be moving as opposed to operating? Are you trying to push it into the hole? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> this would be, yeah, this would be, this could be an opposed operating or surviving task. Okay. Then Viola will step around Mother Bear and probably fail miserably, but her two well, little headlights have turned red and she tries to get her shoulder head because she's got a shouldery head. So I'm the reactive player, so I don't understand what's going on. So I'm going to roll my dice first to set your difficulty. Fair enough. And try to heave him. He cuddled into the hole. I got one success. So if you can get more successes than me, you will be able to push me towards the towards the hole. Nice. Just to ensure that I do, I will buy an extra die with one momentum. And I have two successes. They're like Excellent. dead on successes, but it's you, have, you have generated one momentum and you have beaten this thing. So you've pushed it. Would you like to spend that one momentum to push it just a little bit further? I was about All to right. ask if I could use that momentum to try to get it the rest of the way into the hole. Not the rest of the way, but you can get it right there on the precipice of the hole and mother bear still gets to act because of the Excellent. reactive defense. As it goes by me in very dramatic fashion, and Viola, you probably have not seen this very often because how often have we been in situations where you've seen her use her guns all the time, but as you are pushing this thing by me, she pulls a wakisashi out of her 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 body and <laughs> slashes at it on the way by, and I will spend the last momentum for an extra day. So oh. Josh, let me clarify. So you want to make a melee attack at this thing as it's walking by, not push it into the hole. No, no, I'm going to let her continue. I'm trying to make a melee attack that is letting her continue the momentum. I just want to do extra damage to it because I'm angry. 
Or no, I'm okay. sad. I'm sad that this thing hit me and did damage to me. Has damaged one okay. of my beautiful legs. I am not trying to impede Absolutely. the progress into the hole. I just want this thing to hurt a little bit before it gets blown up by a thermonuclear device. It needs to go in the hole this round because it's about because the MP is about to go off. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. What, so, what are the odds that I'm going to impede it? I guess Al is that uh, if I roll a complication, that's a really easy complication to give you. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I'm going to continue to go ahead and push it in the hole just to go ahead and make sure that it stays in the hole for sure. So I'm going to. All right. So um, this thing is like figured out what's going on. So it's going to spend one threat to try to yeah. resist being yeah. pushed into yep. a hole. It doesn't know that there's like an EMP down there, but yeah, uh, it's not even sentient. So it did get two successes. So you need to get right. two or more successes in order to push it into the hole. Right. Uh, again, this can be surviving or operating. Uh, yeah, I am surviving for sure. And I'm pretty sad that this thing... Actually, I have not used pride yet. So I'm taking a lot of pride in in protecting viola i felt like that went really well let her go ahead and set up the emp for success i feel like our plan is coming together very nicely so i'm going to spend the momentum for a third die in fact i'm going to go ahead and give you two threat for a fourth die to go ahead and make sure that i get both here so surviving and pride that's a 13 uh oh and i only got one success i did not succeed would you like to commit a value sacrifice in order to re-roll the d20 that did not succeed? <laughs> I absolutely would. I have the value that there's no damage I can't repair. I'm not going to be able to repair this damage. I know that for sure because this person, again, EMP, nuclear device, this robot's toast. I'm going to re-roll the three die that did not succeed. Much better. One of so that's now a total of four successes and a nineteen. I'm not sure if that if that factors into the crit range or not. So a total of four successes, two regular and a critical. All right, you shove this giant thing into the hole. It trips over the, a mound of dirt. Shh. It goes head first in. The EMP goes off, <clears throat> deactivating everything in that hole. Nicely done. Back over to the race, Rasputin. It's time to gun it to the end. The, however, the, if you can beat Big J on this roll, you will win the race. However, it is on gravel, a uh, gravel road, so the complication range is increased to 18. Big J is going to buy a full hand of dice. Let's see what he does. Not good. Three. Three successes. You roll more than three successes. I am, I gotta get three, and the difficulty, is, uh, three's a difficulty. Yep, it's all or nothing at this point. I'm going, I'm gonna spend all three, so I'll have four dice. And this right here is definitely for pride. And and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna say, and again, that lightning strike that showed up before shows up again. I'm gonna turn my head towards Big J. I'm gonna wink at him and go, ciao. Dirt track racing, baby. And (laughs) gone. And Doran, get your 11 to... Yep. Support. I just rolled that. That's a five. So with a pride and operating, that's a 14 target number. I have one, two, three successes and two of... I'm sorry. I have two criticals and two successes. So a total of six. So that's so two criticals. Yep. That's four. 
Yep. Two successes make it six, plus yep. one from the car make it seven. Yep. You have beaten this guy by four. Would you like to spend all that momentum and put it into the thrusters on your car so that you can make this embarrassing? Yes, I'm going to make this as embarrassing as possible, and I'm going to riddle his windshield with the gravel. It'll be shattered, and he'll be spitting actual pieces of gravel out of his fake cigar when he went to the finish line. So as we barrel away from him, so I look, I look at the, I look at the, the finish line. I look back at him, and as I look forward, a little disc of dark glasses dropped over his one one eye. He says, we're 106 miles to Chicago. We've got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it! <laughs> and I hit him once once more with the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll say, just to add insult to injury, that everybody's been coming over to movie night. You blow yep. out that other, the front right tire this time, giving him his third damage the car starts spinning out of control and you guys zoom off to the finish line people are cheering and going nuts and we can come out of this conflict sequence you have won the race mother bear and viola have deactivated the bomb and all is right in the world rasputin brings in all of his equipment appendages and he has a slew of grapplers that just come up and he gives a doll the biggest softest, warmest, congratulatory hug he can possibly manage. Just kind of hoisting his footless friend in the air and celebrating <laughs> and picking it up. Like he, like some robots raise the roof. Like, I raise the Just don't doll. spike me. Yeah. <laughs> just don't spike me. <laughs> if, Adam, if you say you have, you're have, you going to have to toss me the next time we play, I'm going to love it. <laughs> yep. And we're just, I'm just all about it. Woo! Yeah, you guys were able to win the race on behalf of Randolph, who lost his arms earlier in the evening. You stopped this bomb from going off, and all is right in the world. You meet back up after, and you share some good stories with each other. And See, walk off. Mother Bear is sort night. of li- limping a little bit, but but has like a big bowl of ice cream with like hot fudge on it. And Viola and- is dragging one of those giant cannons from the top of the Head 209 unit behind her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nice. Um, <laughs> he's got plans for that. And, uh, and were we um, playing a campaign, what I would structure in next is a scene or two for Mother Bear or Rasputin to try to recover those values that they lost, either mm-hmm. through doing some type of relaxing techniques, trying to, whether that's meditating, whether that's yoga, whether that's the acid baths, we would do that and you would roll dice and potentially get those values back because we know nice. if you ever have zero values in sentience you revert to yep. being an ai so i, and, I and as and, rasputin i was content to steal the cherry from his ice cream and go to the store get a bucket of ice cream and watch rom-coms for a little while i have a good cry yeah. i love <laughs> it i love it yep yep so i was curious about that about what the wet weather there was a way to get back the values yeah, I mean, there are actually mechanics behind it. It's an extended task, and it does mm-hmm. require downtime activities. Nice. But uh, yeah, we can call it good there. Uh, you guys yeah. have thwarted the plan to uh, separate uh, the hollows from the rest of the city and making it a true uh, gangland. Amazing. Well, nice job. Al, th- thank you very much for coming on tonight to go ahead and run us through. This yeah. is amazing. And Adam, thank you very much for guesting in with us tonight. This was a ton of fun. Yeah, it was a great Love, time. Throw a dice with you. 
So absolutely yeah, fun. Thanks for having Twice me. in one day, Adam. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a, lot, I, a lot of Modifius 2D20 going on at GDG yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know about you, Adam, but I, I really feel like we finished one of our LARPs back in the day and I'm crashing out at Denny's in this moment. Yeah. Like that's, no, I'm yeah, that level well, of, of game excited. Like, I, I, I hit it and I'm like, <laughs> that good. Yeah, I'm like, Right now, I'm wide awake. About 30 seconds, as soon as I walk upstairs, yeah. it's going to be... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it will, melatonin will not be need to be opened tonight. That's yeah. how I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm just going to... Uh, right uh, that sounds like a good place to stop it then. Thank you all, everybody. Have a good night. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed. We'll uh, see you again thank next you. week. Take care. Thank you for joining us here at Tabletop Journeys. This has been an actual play presentation of the 2D20 World Builder System. Sentience by creator Al Spader. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram at ttjourneys joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. Our full episodes come out every week on Friday, and every Tuesday features actual play and gameplay showcase episodes. Looking for early access? You can support the show and get episodes before everyone else at www.patreon.com forward slash ttjourneys. Check it out today and see all the awesome benefits we bring to our supporters. Lastly, if you're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible, you would really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And we bid you fair tides, friends, for Legends Awaits.